Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, a place where Susan can introduce to you psychics, clairvoyance, past lives, and paranormal experiences. Now, here's your host, Susan Pinsky. Okay, welcome back to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. We're having a half-year prediction show today with my co-host, Caleb Bacon. Hey, Susan. Happy half year. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, is it the middle of the year right it now? Is, well, it's almost the half the psychic year. psychic year? Yes. <laughs> is like a different yeah, we calendar? Have own, we have our own yeah. schedule. It's like the Chinese New Year's in February or something like that. Okay, it's a I quarter. We're, we're the first quarter. We'll do it every quarter. How about that? Okay. Okay. The so psychic quarter? The psychic something prediction like posse. Uh, we have Jennifer Schaefer here. Hello, hello. Who is the queen of predictions and psychic rebel Colby. And that little voice in the background you can hear of God is Cindy Kaza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I have some big shoes to fill here. <laughs> so we just did a millennial, what would you call it? We're An talking examination about millennials of- and... On the on this live podcast, which is coming up so in a funny. in a few weeks. Um, anyways, we were trying to figure out what's wrong with millennials and what's going to happen to millennials. And I was thinking, well, well, we weren't dumping on them too much. Too much. Yeah. Anybody born after nineteen eighty five? After me. Yeah. It just has. <laughs> I think I was the last good one. They're just feeling really <laughs> yeah. self assured, and they can't get jobs, and they're really anxious. And and we had. Um, Mark Young from the Marshall School of Business um, talking about what the USC kids are going through. Anyways, we might sort of touch on the future of our kids on some level and maybe psychically look at that. But um, Caleb recently had a baby. Yeah, baby girl. Five five weeks ago. We've got a bacon bit. And she has already been read by somebody in this room. (laughs) Jennifer Schaefer, who saw my wife at eight months pregnant. Yes. Which... Which I, how many pregnant women do you see in your practice? Um, I see a few. Okay, I do. Not, I mean, that's got to be kind of a, a cool experience for you because you. It was. It get was two a, for the price of one. It was amazing just to see what she was gonna, what I felt her spirit was like, and what she wanted to say. And my wife uh, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, and uh, she wants to see you. Every year, especially if she's going to have another baby. Do you want me to let you know? She is. Oh. Um, hopefully twins. not Irish twins here. I just said twins. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, Colby, how have you been? I am Speaking doing of not wanting so to have kids, let's great. talk to Colby. Yeah, I'm not having kids. <laughs> I'm going to have some more fur babies one day, maybe. Yes, I have a hairy daughter. She's like kind of a fur baby. Jeez. She has more hair than I do. But that's, that Don't doesn't take jealous. a whole lot, oh, Caleb. <laughs> well, I am jealous. I feel like she's mocking me. Yeah, like, why, why are you going to taunt me? All <laughs> well, that hair. What's your, what's your daughter's name? Uh, her name is Susan Pinsky Jr. That's a tribute. <laughs> no, her name is Harlow. How oh, that's right. Cool is that beautiful. Name. Sorry, I have horrible short-term memory. So. Harlow. Sorry, I didn't remember Just that. Just as long as I remember it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And um, So anyways, we're, we've got to sort of think of some really good subject matter today to think about. Um, we, I, I think Caleb had some great ideas for questions that he wanted to put out there, but... Um, w- 
what do you want to know about the future? I'm always down to talk about sports, mm-hmm. and but but there's there's things I wonder about sports, like just beyond outcome of games. Like, will Tom Brady play until he's fifty with his kids at the park, <laughs> not in the NFL stadium? Because he's forty, he's in great shape. He had a fantastic year, and unless something shocking happens, he should be able to play past the age most quarterbacks play. He will He will do that, I believe. I believe that he's also going to be playing probably for the next five years. Until he's 45. Really? Wow. Off Somebody stole his, his jersey, though. What's he going to wear? <laughs> Off and they on. Found they found it. it. Oh. <laughs> Conscious information. <laughs> they found it. Yeah. No, I feel like he's going to get injured a few times in between. One with, the, one with his arm and the next one with his leg. And so it's not like he's going to be playing consistently for five years. That makes sense. Because he takes really good care of himself, but it's harder to heal. He's also old. (laughs) Or getting there. You're officially old when you're 45. Okay, I'm 45. Do we have to discuss (laughs) that right now? Okay, when you're in the NFL, you're old if you're 25. Yes. He's going to, he's going to break, he's, he's already broken records. He's going to do that. But I do feel like over the next year, he's going to have an injury. Will he break Giselle's heart? That's all. I'm going to let Colby take that one. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we all break each other's hearts, so I don't yeah. know. Honesty's good. <laughs> or is she going to break his heart? That's what I want to know. Could, could football start to go away culturally? There's a lot of people talking about all these head injuries. Maybe the kids shouldn't play. And it's possible that in a few years the game is going to look like a bunch of people throwing pillows at each other. Or maybe it gets to be more violent. You know what? I, what, what I received was that they were going to get more of a infrastructure to protect them. They would still have the same sport, but it would be like a sport with like robots. <laughs> Not robots, but like they're the armor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I just saw everything getting tougher. Helmets, pads. Right, like I, I think technology is going to come into play over the next three years, where they're going to develop something that's going to make it to where they don't get concussions. Like Iron Man football. Like yes, Iron that's Man. what I had in my head was Iron Man. Thank you. I just said robots. I'm like I couldn't figure it out what it was. <laughs> Iron Man. Kind of stuff. Like Robert Downey Jr. is going to replace Tom Brady. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Now he could play to 50. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cindy, do you see any future stuff for, for the sports world? Oh, for the sports world. Um, you know, I, I keep feeling like um, like hmm. soccer is going to become even more popular in the United States. I don't know. Maybe that's going to take some time, but I see it actually becoming more and more popular. So maybe that over time will kind of go into being as popular as football, but maybe that takes like 20 years. I don't know. I don't see football going away ever. I don't either, mm-hmm. but I see for whatever reason, like soccer just becoming more popular. Could happen. So. We're going to get a new stadium in L.A., so it's going to get more popular That's in L.A. That's the rumor. Do you guys see any new sports? I mean, there, it wasn't that long ago when all well, of a sudden the X Games were on. I was and just thinking, as you as you were saying that, I saw, and Cindy was talking about soccer, I was I was hearing rugby, which I know, uh, oh, Jennifer wrote rugby. <laughs> rugby. There we go. So cool. maybe they'll be infusing that or bringing that here like, a little bit. That's that would what be great. I got was rugby. That's so funny. 
I'm yeah, like, that's rugby, so crazy. That doesn't make sense to me. No, uh, my son played rugby in college, and it's a great sport. It's very confusing. And Tom he, Brady didn't, he hasn't hurt his back in the past, has he? Because I keep seeing a back for him, and I'm, I'm hoping not, but. May have hurt Giselle's back. It's <laughs> a great visual, by the way. Just, They're a beautiful couple, and I'm sure they enjoy each other's beauty. <laughs> Thanks, to the Taylor. point she could hurt her back. That's all. <laughs> She's got a lot of back. She's like six eight. <laughs> she, she is pretty. She's going to take him for his money because she needs it. Not um, okay. All right. Well, that was that was fun. Okay. So, <laughs> so my my biggest question that I get via email is is what's going to happen in this in this world in this you know climate <laughs> we're dealing with the whole Trump thing and everything and and people are so dissatisfied with him and you guys did a previous show where you you mentioned that you somebody saw him maybe in September on a on a gurney or something so that but, was me but the biggest question I get is you know how long it, or a lot of you guys have said I don't see him lasting very long I don't see him making 2 years or or, or more than that, and I don't know what that means. Like I, I've had several of you tell me this, and I was just curious if you can feel that anymore. I felt like he would quit. Like if he couldn't get. Are started. you allowed to quit? I don't think so. But is are we allowed to do whatever? I mean, I, this is. I hate so, this job. So, so, and for the listeners out there, this I'm Jennifer Schaefer, but I wanted to let you guys know this is not my political views or anything like that. We're just going to discuss what's going on in the world. We don't want to get in fights. I don't like the fights. Um, but what I felt with Trump is that if he can't move the agendas that he has, that he might actually quit. Uh, could that be from health? So when before, when you mentioned the gurney, like I saw him on a gurney in August. I don't know if that was from a heart attack. I saw him holding his arm. He wasn't dead. I don't think that he got shot. But I felt like it was a health. It was a health thing. Um, he does like that fast food. He likes to incorporate things that were here. Fat like people that have. He doesn't. He wants to promote things that are here. You know, with coal miners, with every with fast food restaurants that are made here that are not mm-hmm. foreign. So he's going to do that. He wants to. He wanted to connect to the American people that eat fast food, right? In this episode, sponsored by KFC, we should say that right now. Right. Um, I don't, I think that, I don't, I mean, he, we talk about fake news. Let's talk about fake news. Okay. Why don't we do that? Who created the fake news? Dr. Drew. Oh, that's right. That's true. (laughs) Good answer. So has anybody seen Quantico? Yeah. Okay. Quantico has actually had episodes about fake news uh-huh. and how they they end up, you know, putting in their shows between that and Designated Survivor. They're mimicking what's happening here. Pretty close. If you watch it, it's interesting. What um, channel is that on? <laughs> Couldn't uh, tell you. I ABC. get it. I get it on is iTunes. It? Yep. So. So I think the show. I think the show Veep is a pretty accurate um, depiction of. Real life. Have you guys seen that show? 
Oh, no. yeah. We watch it every day. Every morning <laughs> it's on kidding. when I wake up in the morning. What is it called again? It's, Veep. it's so funny. It is funny. It's HBO, awesome. HBO, Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. Oh. I have two millennials living here on my couch in the morning, and that's on every morning when I wake up from my 8 a.m. cup of coffee. So I've seen a lot of the um, episodes recently. So do you, do you think um, – do you, have you had any thoughts about Trump and where – Cindy, how you feel about his future in the presidency? Well, on the the previous podcast that we did, I was, you know, along the same lines as Jen, um, feeling that he wasn't going to, you know, be a full term president. It wasn't going to last four years. I felt right around maybe a little less than two around two. Um, I didn't see him on a gurney, but I actually felt that, you know, a lot of his business um, would interfere with his politics, which is kind of what is happening now. But I, I feel like it's just going to keep unfolding even more and even more where there'll be a huge um, kind of blowout with uncovering things where his business ties actually had some, you know, aren't, um, he's tied to Russia. (laughs) Well, you know, I think there's even more beyond Russia. I I actually want to go even to, into the Middle Eastern countries where I know he has business there too. So I kind of feel like more is going to come out with business taxes, money, and how everything is really intertwined. And I, and that's what I feel. So whether that leads to an impeachment or something else happening, um, I'm not quite clear, but I see this getting a lot worse before something right. changes. And that's what I'm seeing. See, I don't so. see him getting impeached. I see him quitting before that happens. So, yeah, something's going to... too narcissistic to get impeached. Right. Right? Let me ask a controversial question. This is going to be spicy. Okay. Is Spirit a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> Spirit's neutral. Neutral. Yeah. Switzerland. So what do okay. you think, Colby? Do you see anything? Um she gets this look in her eyes and well, it's like what's you know, what's interesting though, before the whole election, uh Cindy called that Trump was going to win it way before because I remember when she's like, I think Trump's going to win this. I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, I do. And I was I like, got harassed. And then even it. on the night of it, she's like, he's doing well. I'm like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> he wins. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, so that's really funny. I, I, you know, and I really... I really, really, really would love to be wrong about this, so I'm totally okay. But I actually do feel like there's an assassination attempt. Um, There'll be two, and I do. I don't. I think he survives it, but I do feel like maybe that's the beginning of the end of getting him out. I'm not sure, but it does. I don't know. Something just never quite feels right about him. I agree with them. Like you know, he doesn't stay the four years, but. I, I think there's some radical that just kind of gets a little nutty and gets an opportunity and takes it. But I do feel he survives it. I don't feel that he passes That's why I from saw him, it. So I saw him on the gurney. Yeah, you did too. So I yeah. don't, I'm not getting him deceased. But Rebecca saw him not making it a couple of years either. So I don't know. Well, you guys are all saying the same thing. It's kind of strange. But well, we, we said will it see. When everybody was up for, when everybody, when we did the first prediction show uh-huh. a couple of years ago, we said that, you know, without understanding it i'm like uh-huh. i can't imagine trump winning but that's <laughs> he's gonna win it was crazy but i didn't under i didn't understand it barbara mackie oh no <laughs> she's like you're wrong okay <laughs> i hope so no but i i mean with with the whole thing with russia and what's coming out in the news so, so one of the questions was what actually my i asked freddie he is all about pot, politics and um, I asked him what would be a question. He's like, what would be his first military attack? 
like if there was anything going on, where would it go? Like where would his military <laughs> on the <attack>? U.S. <laughs> <laughs> where would it be? And what was interesting because I have my own theories working with the FBI and things that I actually consciously know. Uh-huh. Um, I was getting China. Oh, really? Which Ooh. was fascinating to well, me. Well, that would be a stupid move, wouldn't it? Right? Yeah, <laughs> sure would. I, it would be a stupid move, but if, if because of what I understand about China probably being our number one threat, not for the reasons that we understand, but that was something that was interesting that came up for me today. What about Chinatown? You know, maybe that's it. Okay. I, I sure hope so. No, too I don't much want Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Colby, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're from New Jersey. I am. And, and that's public knowledge. It is. Now, Chris Christie's from New Jersey. <laughs> he is. Do you have a greater connection <laughs> oh. to his f- large future? Oh, man. Well, large, maybe. Um, <laughs> but he. Uh, uh, this is a tough one. My family hates them some Chris Christie. They he's not a big um Well, he's big. He's he's not a He's inflamed. He's, they don't uh n- not they don't really like him uh too much there. He's he's another one where there's just uh some underhanded stuff going on. I, I mean, a lot of politicians I'm sure do, but he's got some stuff that they're still trying to uncover. Well, I he's, think he's been so appointed mafia. as the dro- drugs are. So I the think White House. So. I think they're 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 gonna pull out. You know, he had that bridge thing, right? Yes. Um, but bridge gate, right? But I I feel like there's gonna be another scandal coming out about him. Really? Yeah. Is it going to have to do with his drug czar job? You know what? I'm wondering if it doesn't have to do with a woman. Uh, That's what I just did. Did you? Okay. Okay, (laughs) cool. That's so funny in June. Yeah, I think he might get caught, like, having an affair, doing something inappropriate. Is he married? (laughs) I believe he is. I don't even know if he's married, but I can tell you what he's doing. It feels it's going to be exposed as being inappropriate. Like even by New Jersey standards, <laughs> oh, God. yeah. Even He's by not New gay Jersey, though, right? I it doesn't feel that way to me. He's got some girlfriends, maybe. I wouldn't, you know. I mean, you you ladies, tell me what you feel, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone's like either underage. Yeah, or, I felt. Did you? Well, I, don't know I, I got somebody that I, I got young, young, yeah. yeah, or you know, it's it's what Jen, nothing. <laughs> Well, it just so happens that Drew and I are going to meet him in about three weeks. So. Well, tell him we all said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to take him some KFC? <laughs> uh, he's he's on uh, Atkins now. Is he good for no, him? No, no, he should. Oh, no. I thought he was no. trying to lose weight. I thought he was trying to get healthy. So, are we going to be able to help the drug epidemic in this country, or is it just going to keep going down a slippery slope? Opiates. A lot of our, we were casually mentioning millennials, right? Yes. A lot of them have a lot of time on their hands, which creates a interesting drug, you know, I feel from what I've recently seen um, because they're, they don't, it's so funny. We get taught to lose our attachments, right? And the Buddhists and our families, you know, money doesn't. You shouldn't have attachments to, towards certain things. These millennials do not have attachments. Uh-huh. They just don't. Everything we've taught them, but it creates this, in my opinion, from what I've seen, 
because they don't have it, they don't get these strong relationships either. Right. And they're alone. And then they get in their head, which creates a drug use. Situation. Situation. And then you throw the parents into it. (laughs) It creates, why am I a certain way? I don't know. I don't, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm wrong with what I see. But from my experience, there's a lot of, they don't care about living. There's a lot of people leaving. There's a lot of millennials leaving the planet. There just is. They don't have an attachment to what's here. They don't. It's not that they don't care. They just don't have an attachment to here. They're not grounded. It's not as valuable. Mm-mm. That's weird. I, if you, if I, that's just me. I'm not saying that's, that's just how I, how I have seen it. And how what I've experienced. It's just my experience mm-hmm. from what I'm getting. Doesn't mean that that's fact or well, anything. Well, we, you know, I was, we were just talking to Bob Forrest about the 60,000 lives that were lost to opiates, opioids last year. And now it's gone up to like 100,000 this year. And, yeah. or, and it, how, the, how the, the curve is going up on a radic- at a radical level. But... Um, you know, because of what Drew does, he's trying to figure out a way to, you know, change this situation. And I was just curious if, I mean, if, do, you, do, you, do you guys just see it getting worse and worse? I think that we're going to go to a decline, but I think something, I don't know if it's, something virtual will come up. What if you can exchange not taking something for something virtual? Virtual reality? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I know that sounds crazy, but then again, I can't discount it. But what if... That could be replaced. Maybe it's a form of therapy that's, Hmm. I don't know. Well, let's hope so. Cindy, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, you know, um, I mean, I've had personal experience in my family with dealing with this sort of uh, unfortunate situation. And and so I hope it definitely, you know, gets better. Um, But, you know, I think drug addiction and those problems will, I don't think they'll ever go away. Um, hopefully there'll be some, I mean, I do see maybe some new regulations coming out with opioids and, but then there's always the underground because people are going to find a way to make drugs or trans, you know, transmit drugs from place to place. And it's a business. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I necessarily see it getting that much better anytime soon to be honest with you I just think it might shift uh direction or shift I don't maybe it goes even more underground somehow but uh, that's what I see I wish I had saw something more positive but I just don't you know so Colby you don't see Chris Christie helping the situation (laughs) (laughs) or is he just too busy with the girls Uh, he um he just doesn't feel like he's got a handle on the magnitude of what's happening. It just doesn't feel like, because it does feel very railroad underground. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a bit more than he can. Well, that I shouldn't say that. Um, I think that people know things about him that can threaten him, just like with Trump. Right. I think that's what's... Okay, well, funny. let's um, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and let uh, Caleb come up with the next question. Hey everyone, Calling Out with Susan Pinsky is sponsored by DrDrew.com and this is where you can find all the other shows I produce like This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest and Weekly Infusion. Also find all the shows Dr. Drew has all in one website. 
We bring it all there for you so you can find it easily. And then also we have everything that you need to know about Calling Out with Susan Pinsky at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. If you want to download the new app, just Google Calling Out with Susan Pinsky app and go to the iTunes link. We sincerely appreciate your support. All right, we're back, and uh, Dr. Drew's in the room. He has a big question for you guys. He wants to know what's going to happen to the economy. But only if it's good. <laughs> yeah, can we, can we lighten this up a little bit? Can you just tell us it's going to be a Well, then ask an enlightening question. This is not going to be good. <laughs> Will Brad Pitt find love again? I was just thinking of Brad Pitt, and I was gut when we were talking to Celebrity, I was just thinking of Brad Pitt, and I was thinking he's, he's actually, you're going to see him with someone this year, like in a relationship already. With George so, Clooney. In old flame, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I, I'm having eye surgery, and I guess because I'm getting glaucoma, everybody needs to know, um, eventually. And Brad, the doctor that's doing my surgery did Brad Pitt's eyes. Oh, nice. What a maybe can, you can meet Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll run into him <laughs> in the eye. Maybe that's why Brad Pitt came up. I'm gonna tell him you need a couple testimonials, and if he <laughs> would enough, and you'll put in your podcast. So okay, Brad Pitt's gonna find somebody. That that's that's mm-hmm. not a reach, though. I guess. Okay, we Economy. want Drew wants to know if the stock market's gonna be stable or if it's going to do well or what the economy and what the job markets if our kids are ever going to get jobs real estate if we're going to Pasadena will it appreciate (laughs) well I will say the job force feels like it increases so the job force feels like it does expand Um, I do feel like yeah I do feel like I you know Trump does kind of create some opportunities to, to to people who want to build a business here or people who want to or a wall do labor here <laughs> so i do feel like there's that will grow that i do feel like will grow the stock market i feel like is going to take it Drew's giving us a thumbs up now and he's happy he's, so. so he's leaving Sorry. he's Drew's like hey, i'm done he <laughs> wants a republican <laughs> to do their job the way they're supposed to and um i always thought that that trump would have the ability to do that at least because he's a good businessman. You know, I think too, real quick, um, his wife, I actually feel like, so, I mean, and I don't know because I really don't watch TV or follow things, but she's been a little on the down low, hasn't she, right? Yeah. Kind of publicly. Mm -hmm. I I really feel like in the next six months, you'll actually see her start to become more public. I think maybe they're kind of like letting everything kind of quiet down a bit, but I actually feel like because I keep seeing Nancy Reagan over and over. And you know how Nancy Reagan did that just say no? Right. So I feel like she starts to step in and creates a platform and really becomes pretty public about it. Against drug abuse? It might be drugs or I definitely feel like it does have to do with um, teenagers somehow. So it may be connected to drugs. But I do feel like she starts to take on a platform and starts to become more public with it. So, well, I think that if... Melania Trump comes out, she's going to be a huge success. But hopefully she won't, you know, she'll get something done. I, I just, I, I, nobody has a clue what her, what her role is going to be. So. She's talked a little bit about uh, being against bullying, and that's something she cares about. Because she's being bullied. You know what I just actually thought, too? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
Oh, um, I also felt that she was going to have some sort of a platform talking about human trafficking and like battling human trafficking, or that's going to become another issue she's going she's to try to bring light to. So she's against it, right? She's well, not. Yeah, for, of okay, course. Just checking. No, okay. but I mean, I just feel like there's going to be more talk about that mm-hmm. and how how big of a problem it is because it it's a really big problem. It's a huge you know? problem. It's an enormous pro- problem right now. It so, so when um, Big Ben was recently attacked, uh, Rebecca Farron called me and told me that she had predicted it, obviously. Um, do you guys, you know, do you have anything that you see in the future that we have to be beware of as far as, you know, the terrorist issue? Or different types of terrorist attacks maybe we haven't seen yet. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you the one thing that I'm actually horrified of is chemical warfare. Yeah, that's my or big, germ that's germ my warfare big, and chemical for warfare. The last that's a, three years. That it's been me. my biggest thing. Before it was actually just earthquakes. When I actually didn't look into it, I used to put my tennis shoes next to my bed. This was four years ago, five years ago. I don't feel that's happening, but I do feel chemical warfare it freaks me out every time I get on a plane. It there is something that maybe it's just the shows that we watch on TV. Mm-hmm. We can just chalk it up to that. But I do feel that there's that's something very serious that can really hurt us. I think it's I think it already has in a way. Well, even viruses and and you know germ warfare. That's actually I mean that's horrifying and that could kill a lot of people really quickly. Gonna, and I do gonna, see something with that over the next few years. They're going to more test, cases of that coming out. Yes, they're going to test it out though on a smaller country, not in the so, U.S. No, not for not at first. So more in the Middle East. Yeah. You know what's interesting, too? I got Kuwait Some, when we were at war. A lot of our men that came back were so deathly ill from everything that happened over there. It's just interesting. Huh. More happy topics. I know. <laughs> shit. We keep wanting to The world to is a beautiful up. place. What, what about will people be happier? Yeah. Will there be a, some, yes. some sort of cultural force... That drives people to feel more satisfied and fulfilled. I mean, will family units strengthen, or will they just be happy? The economy's better. Will millennials get jobs? <laughs> will, will the Pensky triplets? Get I'm pretty jobs? sure they're not going to be working in the coal mine, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they they're going to get jobs. Just the companies that support them are the companies that understand how millennials work. It's not nine to five. You know, it's it's when when they get their peaks, it's at night. It's not a nine to five job. So unless companies conform to that, millennials will not have a job. Well, that would also help our traffic patterns in L.A. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've decided we need to have better traffic patterns, and I'm not I'm not clairvoyant, but I really think it's a good thing to do. Well, you yeah. know, I think with all the cyber stuff going on, there will be you know the millennials are good yeah. with technology. So I think there'll be more jobs coming out with all the cyber crap that's going on and cyber warfare and all that stuff. So I guess we're going to need to get some better hackers in the U.S., you know? <laughs> Guys, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> I'm not really Russia. kidding. We're not, fine. <laughs> what about technology? Any, any big jumps? Uh, Amazon packages coming via drone? That's something that's talked about. I just got Chase about. Manhattan. That was interesting. Hmm. There's no hacking there. No, but I kept getting New York when they were talking about um, terrorism. New York so is going I to be really hit, hope. and that's what I got with 
I really yeah. hope that Eastern is going to be okay. But I kept seeing water. It's so funny. And here in New York. So, so when, when I was getting that earlier, I'm like, well, wait, I'm going there in those months. I have oh. four weddings to go to, and I'm going back east. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm saying that there's going to be some attack over there. And the I summer? hope not. I hope it's... I feel like there's going to be something that's going to happen that's going to... It's... I'm getting... I see a major blackout August. is what I see, I'm getting honestly. something in August. Oh. A blackout? Maybe. Like a giant blackout. Yep. That could be a hacked electrical grid. Right. Yeah. Or it could just be a blackout in New York. Or, <laughs> or they could tell us it's just a blackout, but it's China. See? So the, if you think about it, the countries that have not been hit, like for in, in just or cities or whatever, like Italy, for instance, Italy has not been hit with a terrorist attack. Right? Well, it's not. It it doesn't have much of a threat to anything. But but they take. But there's so much mafia in Italy, and they say that they actually fund ISIS a little bit of it to where they never ever will do anything. They like protect their own by giving. I think that there's something with armed weapons that maybe <laughs> Italy does for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have the worry. So does New Jersey. That's why we have Chris Christie. <laughs> I'm not kidding around though. You he's, gotta start thinking he's our, like he's that. our sacrifice. Here, guys. You're not, you're not like excited that. that I get to meet him. No. Governor Tony Soprano. <laughs> That's exactly who I was in my head whenever I Italy. Get there. Italy's had a bunch of earthquakes. Yes, yeah. they have. So, but as far as New God's York goes, let's go, let's focus back on New York because we probably have a lot of New York listeners. But when you when you see what when you see something, what do you? How do you? see it what see you something th- say something yeah right i saw something with planes again with new york so i don't know if it's a blackout that causes a just like something happening with the planes um also they've had the highest moving out rate recently really? getting out of new york yeah huh. um which is interesting versus moving in to the city um i actually feel so safe when i go to new york I feel so incredibly safe when I go to New York. So I don't really, consciously, I don't understand how what could happen because I feel like everybody's on it. They're always going to be on high alert over there. So should I sell my apartment in New York? No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, no. Really, Cindy? Really? Yeah. You sh- I'm oh, the, feeling yes. I'm the feeling old yes, one, honestly. right? Well, I I'm have to anyways. Yes. You're feeling yes? What about the new mm-hmm. one? The new one? Yeah. No. What new one? I don't know. Now it's a 50-50. The one in New York that I know about, I'm saying I feel like you should. Like, okay. yes. Yeah, I'm going to. What about the place yeah. in Trump Tower? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that one. See, I'm almost thinking that maybe that, that'll be protected. Maybe the attack will be on Trump while he's in New York and his... In his uh... Or do you see it in Washington, D.C.? In New York. I don't see it in ever happening in Washington, D.C. There's too much security there. Yeah, it feels like he's more on the road. Mm-hmm. So so it's going to be a security. Should we give him a call? I think it is a security issue. I do. He I needs to like employ a team of psychics. I think this is our <laughs> what calling. If, what, if though, what if, though, that he wanted to be part of it to show that he was a part of it in somehow, some weird way? A part of what? 
Oh, I don't know. I can't imagine. <laughs> All right, just shoot me right here. <laughs> not saying that, but I'm saying that he's in an awareness that he's part of the people that are getting hurt. Okay. And that would cause him to get more of an infrastructure in a wall. Yeah. That's all. Sounds like a good movie. It does sound like a good movie. I think there was a movie like that, actually. So um, let's talk about uh, something a little bit more mainstream. Celebrities. Culture. Yeah. Something. Everybody's so worried about Trump. I wish everybody would just let him do his job. And I mean, I'm not. I, I. I feel like we can't do anything to make it better, and every day is just more bad news. But um, anything anything that you guys like, just want to predict that you've been thinking about that's fun <laughs> and happy? I think I'll be married still. <laughs> well, congratulations. Well, that is fun and happy. Fun and happy that's right? good. I'm going to be able to see again. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm not going to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Will Susan develop clairvoyant powers after her surgery? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Is it possible Jesus, it's she be has like the sixth sense? Yes. yes. She could have third eye surgery. <laughs> I'm going to get Brad Pitt special eyeballs. Oh, that's so funny. So I don't know. What do you think, Caleb? What's another good one? What do you want to know? I have a lot of questions because just because I have a super young daughter now, I'm wondering about. What's L.A. going to look like over the next few years? How are things going to evolve or devolve? Susan loves the traffic patterns, first of all. Well, if the millennials start working opposite hours, we'll have less traffic. They do with, they do with a lot of big companies. You know, they actually do. Because like, traffic sucks here. Between Tesla, eBay, like, there's, they do work their own hours. Can I get my kids one of those jobs? For Christ's sakes. Well, that means that production would have to go at night. It's fine with me. I don't care. They can sleep all day if they want. I feel like LA is getting stronger. What about schools? Do you see see anything there? Getting better or worse? Caleb's trying to decide if he's going to put his daughter in public school. Apparently, he's he's so white that they're going to get rid of teachers if he if he brings his daughter. That that's a bit of a simplification, but. In my neighborhood, there's a school that's losing funding because there's too many white kids. And so there's like this special L.A. County money they don't get. But I'm worried first about preschool. 50 grand a year, is that good for preschool? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's about 12. 12? And they, they do nap time. They don't even do stuff the whole time. Maybe, maybe you should go to preschool. <laughs> I, I never went to preschool. Maybe that's why. Well, Cindy was smart. She moved to Denver. How is Denver Denver going, Cindy? I love it. It's awesome. It's beautiful. The air's clean. There's nature. It's amazing. I mean, yes, there's... Oh, go ahead. If we put all this stuff into the universe, can we make it not happen? Hmm. That's a great question. You know, I think that there's a lot of things that um, we we're just supposed it. to experience as a collective, as a hu- right. you know, as a human race. And I think a lot of these things that are happening are, you know, um, it depends on how you view it. I think it could bring us together or tear us apart. But I don't know. You know, there's a power of positive thought. But honestly, I think it's just part of what's happening. And it's it's I view life as kind of a giant test, and it's how we learn how to respond to situations around us. Right. Um, you know, and how we how we deal with that internally as our own selves, you know. So we so, all have to pray that, that Trump doesn't get shot and that New York doesn't get bombed and that the you know 
I think it's more right. cyber with New York. The preschools lower their rates. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's just it's it's you know it's and and you know even when all this stuff was happening after he was elected, there were all the protests and all that stuff. It's like I get that everybody has the right to speak their mind and protest and all this stuff, but then we have to look at it and say, well, what if every single person at these protests and marched marches took five dollars out of their wallet and donated it to a Planned Parenthood or to a cause that they really believed in? You know, so. Right. It's important that we speak our minds, but it's also important that we take action. So having a big, big demonstrations constantly is just, you know, great. But what are you doing after that? So that's where people need to come together. I, I think personally, you know, I just don't want protesters on the freeways. Well, right. I There's mean, a, and it's just disruptive. It, unless it's yeah. La La Land. But oh, I watched that movie in protest. <laughs> yeah, me oh. too. <laughs> it was like one long Tide commercial. <laughs> All those colors. <laughs> All that oh. happiness. Whatever. So cool. Now, so, Cindy, you're in Colorado. Are you familiar uh, yeah. with marijuana? Oh, I've you, never heard of that. What's that? Can you tell me about it? Uh, it's, a, it's a weed, and it's, le- oh. it's legal there. It's going to be legal here, and there oh. could be positive outcomes socially. You know, there could be tax money going to positive things, or, and there also could be negative social ramifications, or both. <laughs> It, well, I can I interject real fast that in, in Colorado, there's so much money that's being made from taxes that are funding missing person cases that are funding certain things that are helping people. So you are correct there. Um, but will, will California screw that up? I don't think so. I don't think I so. But there's going to be other states that will. It's going to be a long battle. It's not I mean, I don't even go. smoke pot, but I'm like, you know what? If I did, like, it's like now with all this crap going on, what a perfect time for pot to be legal. At least people will smoke it and calm down. You know, uh, maybe. I would love to have my <laughs> husband know? smoke pot just for that reason, but he doesn't. I don't but, even smoke it, but. But what I, I have like, to share a personal experience. My dad, as you guys know, went through cancer. And you know what? It, and he, the medicinal side of marijuana is so valuable. The capsules, the stuff that he, because he couldn't take opiates. He didn't want, he had such a bad connotation towards opiates that, and he, believe me, he was very religious, but this actually was the best thing for him. And because I had that personal experience when he had stage four pancreatic cancer, I have a whole different view on medicinal marijuana. So you want it to be legal? I want it to be legal for, I do. I do, but I've heard all the other store. Like I, I understand all sides of it. Yeah, but I do too. I, I mean, am it's happy not, that my dad had that. I mean, I love drinking wine. It's not that much worse than drinking wine. So no, but I, I only just hate though. I mean, as I mean, I think if I had to choose for it to pass or not pass, I would choose to pass for the medicinal. But you know, it's exhausting to kind of go anywhere and just have that smell be so much around you. You know, if I drink a glass of wine, you know, you're not going to really true. smell it. But, you know, anyone... Keep drinking. You know, it's just so common now. I had a little contact high at the uh, April Foolishness yeah. last night, I have to admit. So, <laughs> stuff like that just is like, uh, you know, you know if, if everybody was truly using it for its intended purpose. But, like anything, it gets abused. There needs moderation. Um, so, does anybody have any uplifting 
future predictions, though. <laughs> just somebody come up with something. Just anything. He's going to have twins. <laughs> Caleb's going to have twins. I just had a, a one kid. I'll, I get two more. <laughs> Is he going to get a job? <laughs> I would like. Well, I either want a job or my daughter to win infant beauty pageant contests and make me <laughs> oh, money gosh. that way. The next Honey Boo Boo. But but like younger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, infant beauty contest. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be good. You, you know pageant, Susan? Did Harlem. you recommend good infant ones? I don't. Yeah, uh, I I yeah. never was involved with pageants. I was a figure skating mom. So, well, I I I'm sure that if you put that out in the universe, it will happen. All right. Got to All make right, you beautiful money. people. I have to sign off. I'm sorry to cut this off in such an abrupt way, but I've got to go. Oh no, we've gone over our time. Cindy, are you going to experiment with, with marijuana? With I, Cindy, I know, she's late know, for I've dinner. Never, I'm, I'm just my look at that. No, I'm not. I'm going to dinner with my friends. But thank you so much for coming on. So and if great. You, if you want to find, hopefully, you know, people won't be like crying listening to the show. But um. I know, so sad. <laughs> so sad. I'm trying, I'm like, why can we talk about this happy? I think the world actually is coming together more by being separated. That sounds crazy, but because we've had so much separation here with our politics, uh-huh. the people are actually reaching out to people they wouldn't normally reach out to. I hope so. I don't know. I feel Looks like, like China's not going to be in the picture, it though. Takes chaos, <laughs> it takes chaos to actually make us... Do something different. Right. Chaos is a curator, and this is a perfect curator. Did Cindy hang off? Is she gone? Yeah, she's I think gone. she's gone. Oh, she's oh. still there. Okay, yeah, Cindy, we got to make sure we say goodbye to her. You can find her at Medium Cindy Keza, and she's doing tours all over the country. And we, we, uh, what's your next stop, Cindy? Uh, t- oh, um, I will be in Ohio next week, and then I'll be in California in April. So what part of Ohio? What? What part of Ohio? I'm going to be in Columbus, uh, Dayton, and Cincinnati. Oh, cool. So look yeah. at her website, mediumcindykaza.com. Yeah, I remembered it. And also, um, just, you know, give her a call for a reading sometime. She's, she's available. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Have fun at dinner. Thanks for having me. Bye, you guys. Love you Bye. all. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. All right. Well, I feel like... There might have to be a psychic reading in the show, and we're going to have to um, pull in Dr. Drew for this one, <laughs> because he's he's been very anxious lately, and, and I think that... That's a planet, too. I think that some of his anxiety has to do with all the topics that we've been top- talking about. Yeah. He's a very nervous guy, but... I think you guys will probably be able to come up with some good stuff for him. I, I have a feeling. So, and if they don't, I'll give him a fake reading. Y- yes. And, yep. and we'll come back right after this break. <laughs> hey, everyone. Calling Out with Susan Pinsky is sponsored by DrDrew.com. And this is where you can find all the other shows I produce, like This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest and Weekly Infusion. Also find all the shows Dr. Drew has all in one website. We bring it all there for you so you can find it easily. And then also we have everything that you need to know about Calling Out with Susan Pinsky at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. If you want to download the new app, just Google Calling Out with Susan Pinsky app and go to the iTunes link. We sincerely appreciate your support. All right, we're back. 
We're back. So, yeah, she's right. I've been anxious, but I couldn't figure out what was the matter with me. I, I have interaction with millennials, and they you know, I walk away with really uncomfortable feelings. Are you talking about the millennials who share your last name? No, no, no not, okay. not those millennials, thankfully. But but I worry they're going to be infected by whatever it is I'm feeling about their peers, uh, whereby the, the distance we... Caleb and I were talking about this earlier. The distance between their information base, they're, they're wonderful with information. They have no knowledge. They have no experience, no knowledge. And no. the information gives them excessive confidence that they, that is, I, the, the thought just, who do you think you are is in my head all the time. Like, what are you, what are you saying? What do you, what do you mean? Anyway, and then the news, and I just feel really just weirdly insecure, anxious, weird. And yet nothing's wrong. It's everything. I'm very happy about everything. You pick things up by them. Like no, no, I do. I'm yeah, very, I'm you, very sensitive empathic, to everything. And so you pick no, that I'm up. No, I'm very sensitive. But, but you, I usually can have a decent boundary with that, though. I'm right. usually like, I'm not. I don't get a contagion typically. That's because there's thing. no fix. There's no ant. There's like no fix for the millennials. Yeah, that's true you for know? the moment. But for but I, moment. I keep hoping the fix is that the economy will grow, jobs will grow, opportunity will grow, will. Will, and we'll all get back into sort of dynamism of like contributing and building and doing things. I miss that. Hmm? I feel like it will, though. I, I mean, because the Me one too. thing about the millennials is, uh, you know, they don't want to work for the man, right? They, they want to be entrepreneurs. They want to build their own empires, mm-hmm. and that's what it's going to take. So... I think right now there's just a shift in the rules. What was done? What was the last few years? Right. Now, how how do we redefine the game? How do we redefine the rules? Mm. And I don't know. I got a little more faith than these millennials. But then again, I don't no, I have do. any. I, so. I, we all we all do. They don't have. Like I actually love the way that they embrace life. Like the guys, for instance, are not afraid to hug each other. They're not afraid to like show their sensitive side with their manly side and it's not because they don't have a connotation towards being gay not gay they just they really are trying to separate any i I have a weird personal observation which is i'm wondering if you know i spent a lot of my career just sort of helping adolescents and young people and giving them information and things i don't feel like i have anything to offer this group and that's very uncomfortable it's very unpleasant huh what if you're wrong? I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to feels like, so. but I feel like feel like oh, I feel I feel so old or something, or disconnected or something, and that and that I feel like I, they should be able to use me for all kinds of things, but they I don't know. They want to re, like she said, redefine it. They I, don't, I know. They want no it. dialogue to encompass uh, who they are, yeah. including relationships. A lot of well, them will not be with. They're trying to figure out how to be not to have. A monogamous relationship and yeah. to be able to How have whatever. To have well, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Well, the toughest part, the toughest thing I noticed that I was thinking about, you know, mm. being, you know, you know, even being a single woman, like in today's day and age, it's it's difficult because you don't know who to flirt with. You don't like. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. You don't know who. Because why? Well, because you don't know men, like men or women, you don't. You, know well, no, like. I mean, I know I who I want to flirt with, but it, it is that, that idea. Like do. men, like right. you don't know if. But imagine how the young men feel. They're fearful of being arrested or accused yeah, of something. Everything. Or, you know, everything's so negative everything. and angry. Yeah, that's that's the so other part that makes roles. me uncomfortable. That, that I think negativity. they don't want labels. 
That's exactly what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, they don't know what gender they are. No labels. What's your preferred identity? Preferred, preferred. Oh, and that's exhausting. Preferred gender pronoun. Yeah, and that's the exact. That's exhausting. It is exhausting. What is your what? What do they say? I heard this on the on the PGP. talk show. The, no talk show. What is your um? There's like the physical identification, but then there's the mental identification, and it's like, oh, yeah. like there was some lady. I, I forget who she was, but she was. Lesbian, she said she's lesbian, but then use some other term. No, no, for she identifies as it uh, or I, they it's or ex- Z. Yes, Z. It's, Z. it's hard to keep up with. She, said, she just Z. says. So what I've learned is they love who they want to love. They have no yeah, but the but the label. pronoun identification is very, even more bizarre. Yeah, they're oh. only creating that for us older people <laughs> to screw with us. <laughs> to screw with us, <laughs> it's working. I am <laughs> not kidding. It works. I've talked to them about yeah. it. They're like, we just have to figure out for you guys because you guys uh. don't get it. I'm like, no, we just like to like you. I guess you guys like to classify it. We don't have a classification. I'm not gay. I'm not lesbian. I'm just who I am. And you guys t- need to tr- put me in a box. Nope. We don't even think about you. <laughs> the, who, about that way. We don't think about you. We don't give right. a damn. Right. We just want to help you. Yeah. Like, well, why would you need to help me if I'm yeah. okay with myself? Yeah. I'm not kidding. This is what I'm dealing with right now. Uh. They're feisty. They're feisty, though. They have a lot of energy for They're that. They're always right. All right. So you're supposed to do a psychic read on me. Go ahead. Uh, I think we all are. Right? All right. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah you want to go Caleb. first? Or? Go ahead. Um, you know... It feels like the anxiety is partly coming to maybe they're like um, because you I know you still work a lot but you're not doing like twenty million things the way you were so way, much way I like to yeah and maybe it's just that feeling like maybe it's just that adrenaline that you're you know you're you're missing so you're feeling like a little lost that you're not getting that junkie fix you know Thank so you. maybe it's a little detoxing bit detoxing from my workaholism <laughs> yeah maybe it's a little bit of that and being uncomfortable is um, growth. But I also do feel like, you know, there is this idea where you definitely can help millennials and you really actually should consider writing a book directed to them hmm. because it feels like that would create this beautiful platform to then talk about. Is there a the co-author items. on this couch as well? <laughs> happily, happily. I actually did. wrote a show about millennials last week, you oh. guys. Oh. See, another I, came, I came up with a... Millennial show because of all the ones that I'm dealing with that come into my office. Their parents send them to me. Mm. Is oh. it called Millediums? Were there millennial mediums? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, Caleb, actually. It's just, it's basically you. There's no uh-huh. it, they, or other. It's you. It's just hard to get used to saying they for a singular person. That's going to take me a minute. For a health thing, yeah. you know, and I usually try. But are you? Is there something going on in the back or Low something? Back? Yeah, all the time. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Is it a uh, what is it called? Nerve um, psychic sciatica. I really just I, I've, always, I've always had it. It's genetic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Constipation. Okay. <laughs> I say, I see that. Caleb. <laughs> yeah. I see that. Yeah. Do you see some like emodium? <laughs> I saw it on is the it, counter. Yeah, is it more of a why. Pepto? Is it is it kind of pink or is it blue? <laughs> I see. I see Drew going uh, gluten free. Uh, <laughs> How much chance of that? I see. I see kind of that hell freezing over before that you're happens. Are, I, you're onto something. <laughs> All right. Well, these are just my predictions as a non-psychic. You're psychic. <laughs> Lactose free. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. It and, and this is you know me because yeah. I never big but just I don't know, watch the I don't is this a kidney back here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just keep an eye on any kidney or kidney stones okay. or I you know okay. I'm gonna keep fingers crossed that I'm completely but there's it's still here. Okay. So something's something's yeah. You sure it's not scratch marks from Susan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What could it be from a tattoo? <laughs> Drew, do you, have a, do you have a tramp stamp? <laughs> That's that you newly got. I was thinking about it. Okay. Is there like a butterfly taking off? A uh, sun. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> See me shine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It says that underneath it. Oh my goodness. Above it. <laughs> In. Can I tell you mine just for a second? So I know we've talked internationally. I feel like, so you're be- feeling uncomfortable because it, and that's truly the... I don't know what's wrong with me. Definition, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. It's just you being, knowing that there's so much more because that's your, that's your go-to, like she said. But that's growth. You also have a different awareness now towards the planet that you didn't have because you were so into it before. Mm-hmm. Like you hit your scheduling. I still feel like there's something so much more, even international, that you're supposed to be doing as well. I know I felt that too, you know, I think when you came to my house. <sighs> what? <laughs> um, there's just so much, like, even I think that would be actually an interesting show to, to actually, we need to under, if we need to understand millennials. I need to. My son is one through and through. I need to understand him. And I was on a boat with 3,000 of them last year. Oh, my God. Okay? I'm Where so we, had, we, had, we had speakers. You know, you had to be... Uh, anyway, it was amazing. But I felt old. I'm, I'm 45. I felt old. But their understanding of the world and not having attachments and not having, like, f- even marriage. None of them want to get married. None of them want to be in the same place for very long. They can't work for someone, but they have these ideas that actually can really, really help the planet. What if you were to interview this group hmm. and not just from here, because and meaning the U.S., what if you were able to interview them everywhere and their thoughts and what they think? Because a lot of them think so differently internationally, but yet there's this group that's just is not satisfied with here. And that's why they're doing things and leaving the planet all too soon as well. Because they don't have an attachment to death either. Mm. That's the scary part. When you don't have an attachment of, of dying, that creates a whole nother consciousness, right? But what if you're able to do that? You helped all of us grow up, Drew, <laughs> whether we wanted to or not. And we remember that from K-Rock. What if you did that by now investigating, being, being your own investigator? That would be, a, I would watch that show. I need to know this shit for my, sorry, for my own son, who, who's the, the poster child right now for this group. I don't know. That's just something I think that I think everyone wants to know, <laughs> really. Colby's going back to tell me I I'm, still I'm see sick. I get you. No, I'm not. I'm not. I know. But I'm telling you, there's, you're going to, you'll see. When, you know what? When, I'll tell you oh what. God. When, when you accident? cry like a baby because oh, yeah, you've got a happen. kidney stone. It could happen. I want you to be like, yeah. get, just give me a yeah. shout out. Done and done. <laughs> just, the Colby! Last, I 
<laughs> I do. That's all I want. Um, but I do feel like there's a regular gig. Like I do feel like there's a regular set. It does. It still feel. It definitely feels like it's actually more in front of television though than radio. It's television, and it yeah. feels like regular. Like almost. I hate to tell you, but daily. Like it just feels like every day, same time every day. So it just feels like, and it almost feels like there's a uh, studio audience. So it just. Again, I go back to daytime TV. Um, Black and white or color? <laughs> Depends on what the millennials come up with. Oh. They don't want to be categorized. No, They're not attached to it, visual so I see things. that over and over. I, I keep seeing that coming out. Caleb, how's the baby rearing going to go? Uh, yeah, she's will she's she be a Doogie Hauser? Which is a reference millennials she's don't know. Where's she going to go to? She's he wants to know where she's going to go to school and how's she going like to pay how, for it. How's she going to get to these private schools? You know, and, and this is the pressure we put on our kids. She's 100%. five weeks old. Can we just? <laughs> I know. I'm behind. <laughs> Your friend over there had our kids enrolled in the right uh, preschool when we got home from the hospital. Oh, can we? I, I My just, New York friends all did that yeah. before they had their Give child. her a moment to breathe. To yeah. poop in a diaper. Oh, she's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I just. You could do it one handed. <laughs> I thought I was going to be more afraid of the poop. It's not that big of a deal. It is what uh, it you is. You had a dog? Yeah. It's even less bothersome eventually, the kid poop, because it's your kid's poop. You don't worry <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Oh. I got some in my hair once. I went out publicly with having what? run my hands all through my hair with kids. <laughs> I was getting makeup done one night, and they were going, what's this yellow stuff? And I got, what? I go, oh, my God, we had a huge blowout before I left. I must have just gone like that. <laughs> All right. I so what I take away from the story is you have hair. All right. Thanks, Drew. Think, well, yeah, you, that's not going to happen. Oh, I my God, left it, well, Caleb. Yeah. That is so I've funny. got poop on my scalp that's exposed. Your, your dome. Yeah. Who did you talk to in February about work? Who did I talk to in February? Yeah, about like work? the third week of February. Uh, I think it's for this freelance project I'm okay. doing now. Okay, is it start with? Okay, is it going on till June? Mm, hopefully, not that I know of. Hopefully. Okay, were there two? Hold on. I feel like there's there might be a break in the extension for June, but I feel like that's going to get you to go to a bunch of different places. Okay, that's what it feels like. Let's um, see what that is. The timing's been good, though. I know it sucks when thinking about work or whatever, but I feel like you've really bonded with your daughter. Yeah, I like that. a lot of people don't get to do that. It's really cool. Um, Bonded with my wife, too. We've been stay at home. Changing diapers, going on walks. It becomes a time warp where you don't see any movies, (laughs) like out in the theaters, (laughs) until like five years later, but you're good. Yeah. But in five years, it'll just be reboots of movies that have came out now. Yeah. Like, there'll be a new King Kong movie. <laughs> Even though there was just a new King Kong. Kobe looks, again, disturbed. What's going on? No. I don't ever look disturbed. She gets this disturbed. very serious look no, on her face. No, I don't. Are you working with a Michael? Catherwood. Oh. No, there's not a producer a- Michael, Michael or a different Michael? Like Is he associated business? to Bob? There's <clears throat> something associated to the person that... Right. Uh, not yet. Hmm. I'm scrolling through. I've got a bunch of different peoples. Yeah, but she's thinking producer type. Yeah, it's like a business, more of a business back end kind of. When uh, you say that, he pops in. The guy that you do your radio show with. Huh. Hmm. All right. 
Hmm. I'll think about it. Michael Jordan. He asked me out when I was 16. Did you know that? I literally did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you, Colby? <laughs> I mean, Caleb? <laughs> Too many co- co-sounds here. Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> he said something about Michael Jordan. I said Michael Jordan asked me out yes. <laughs> when I was 16. Was it some guy named Michael Jordan or was it the Michael Jordan? No, it Jordan? was the Michael Jordan. He was at my high school. I didn't know who he was. And I was... Sounds so stupid. They had cheerleader, and we were down there, and they filmed Bob Buecher's Wacky Wide World of Sports <laughs> at my high school. And I was more interested in the guy from <laughs> Eight Is Enough, Dick Van Patten. And so Michael Jordan sat next to me, and I looked at him like, and I thought he worked with the crew. And I said to him like, "Do you see that?" And he looked at me and goes, "What?" And I'm like, "That's Dick Van Patten." <laughs> I'm like, "He's on Eight Is Enough," and he goes. He looked at me like, now I know that look because my husband gives it to me like, oh, how cute. <laughs> how sweet. <laughs> and I'm like, so what are you doing? He goes, I play a little. He goes, I'm here to, you know, I'm on the show. And I'm like, he goes, I play a lot of golf. He goes, do you, do you like golf? And I'm like, yeah, I do like golf. When I was like, I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm staying at the La Costa Hotel and Spa. And this was before <laughs> he was engaged to, to his wife, by the way. It was how old right, were you? I was 16. How old was he? I don't know. He's I just not, asked he's him. Not Seventeen. No, but I he's asked him like, 19. so do you play? I'm like, so he goes, yeah, I play a little bit, bit of basketball. I'm like, you played a little bit of basketball? I'm like, wow. Are you still in college? 16. And he goes, he goes, no. I'm like, so what team do you play for then? If you don't play in college, <laughs> he, said, he said what he played for, and I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, do you, he goes, I'm staying there. Do you want to come have dinner? And I'm like, I can't date. I'm Mormon. My parents won't let me. <laughs> and I have homework. <laughs> I think I forgot the Michael thing. I think it's a, a director <laughs> that's going to be doing this sort of infomercially thing I have to oh, do. See? And see? That's good. Yeah. That's good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that product is good? Or that experience will be good? Um, yeah, just the, yeah, the product will be, the exposure is okay. good. Uh, yeah. I can't, I don't, it doesn't really feel like, I don't want to say anything about the product. But well, the, I want to know I'm, I'm not advocating behalf of something that's not good. I want it to be good. No, I'm, it's I'm good. I'm convinced myself it's good. So. It's good, but it's just that uh, the exposure is it's really good because okay. it just seems like it's shown a lot. Yeah. But I knew there was a Michael. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Dr. Drew on QVC? No. HSN? Uh, like that. You'll see, though. The that's it, you want, she wants it back now. Okay. Are we going to stay married? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Of course you are. Susan, your husband's anxiety was going down. I know. And then you bring that <laughs> you up. You calmed him down, and she's like, <laughs> oh. That was spousal abuse. He just pushed me over onto the couch. <laughs> you liked it, though. Well, so that guys, kind of I think quantified. that was called foreplay. I, but. Think for, I think for a prediction show, this has been, I, I, I hope that life is going to be, you know, a little bit more exciting and happy. Drew, Drew is in a perfect place in his life. He's, you know, mm-hmm. he's enjoying his life. He, he has, no, you're not a kidney stone. He's going to have a kidney stone. <laughs> I think just a tattoo infection. He's going to have LASIK sur- <laughs> surgery, compliments of the Sealed Eye Laser Institute, Beverly Hills, and I am cool. too. I'm, but I have to pay for mine. But, you know, that's just like, you know, that's the way it goes because I'm high maintenance. But, um, but I think, you know, all in all, you guys have me totally frightened about the fact that New York's going to be under siege. <laughs> and uh, It felt just, like the same way I felt with Florida. But it might be also, if a grid goes down, it could be a hurricane. 
That happens. No. Could. Yeah. Could. I mean, we haven't had hurricanes in a while, so... I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that we're not going to have a terrorist attack. But I don't feel like it's going to. I think it's going to be a cyber, like with actually with more of an electro. electro but it's going to create something that's going to that's not invincible. I can't explain. New York is it. very resilient. Like I, they're I, amazing. Like I said, I feel safe every time I land there. I work. You know, I worked with William Bratton, the deputy police commissioner. I feel safe every time I'm there. There's something about this summer that's going to go down that doesn't feel safe. I don't know what it is. I don't say I'm not saying that people are going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing something that's going to alert us to something. Right. Well, that's that's pretty much everyday life in New York City. Um, but that's good. I mean, I, I now, you know, I'm <laughs> a nervous wreck about it. Now juice calm, but I'm a nervous wreck. But um yeah, so uh Caleb, I am, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, do you want a little spiritual guidance before we go? I'll take it. Don't go to New York. That's all I got so far. <laughs> and don't talk to millennials. Or China. Millennials can smell your fear, right? You can't look them in the eye directly. Yeah, we've had or, a lot of millennials. I'm worried about they my pick millennials. up everything. So do, what do we, are we? Well, are we, what's really neat is I think it just feels like you write a new story. Um, and maybe it's just the birth of this daughter kind of creates this idea that you think of a show or totally um and i feel like you write something because i see you writing something but it's it has to do and with it has the, fact. To the moms so maybe <laughs> it has to definitely do around something that comes up because of the birth of your daughter and it does it's fun and you get it out there yeah. it's like it's, okay. it's kind of create a fun idea but it's definitely funny i mean it's definitely a comedy the poop chronicles the poop chronicles there you go <laughs> Just live stream those things. Uh, okay, I'll take that into consideration. I may not do it, though. <laughs> the, the live stream part. So you're going to write a children's, something about children or something? Or well, inspired more, by a parent. What about yeah. a cart- like a cartoon almost, too? It's interesting. Okay, so. Yeah. Well, and twins. Definitely some more babies. Oh my yeah, definitely gosh. another kick. So coming. you like the whole baby thing, huh? You want to do another round? Uh, it's easier on me than my wife. So did, did you sure. have to use fertility campaign to get through it, or no? We just had sex and yeah. Well, that's lucky. Just, yeah. Do you have twins in your family? Yeah. You do? Yep. I told her she's not. Oh. I'm like, okay. What twins? Did I tell her that? Uh, I think you told me that. Okay. Like two years ago. Well, I didn't mean to like end yeah. this on a really, really sad note. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have 27 kids next time I'm on this podcast. He's going to have twins. Oh, my God. I wouldn't wish it. Well, here's, my, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Give yourself a couple years before you do it. Because you don't want to have Irish twins or Irish triplets. Because it's a lot of baby to go around. But we're I mean, both part Irish. Uh, you just, <laughs> just think of the hair. <laughs> no, seriously. Pooping the hair. It's, it, 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 I, I'm telling you, having all your babies at once. I mean, how old are you? 36. Okay. You're still a baby. You still have 36 is like the new 34. A year and a half or so <laughs> in between is better once you know the other one can use the potty and stuff and... That's always a start, and then you—they can also bring you a bottle, you know. They can oh, retrieve stuff. A helper. Yeah, you want a helper because if you have a, oh, it's just so hard having 
multiples. But, you know, I, I, it's a beautiful thing. It's the most beautiful thing in the world, having children that you love. I mean, I'm not putting it down or anything, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Although you, you seem pretty happy being a dad. So. You're good at it. Okay. So you can find Jennifer Schaefer. At jenniferschafer.com, S-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Yes. And what's coming up for you these days? We're actually going to do a podcast on crime stuff. Oh, cool. Colby and I. Cool. Once a month. We should have talked about that today. Okay. Very excited. And Colby's the Psychic Rebel. She's at... Yep. Psychic Rebel, PsychicRebel.com. dot com, and easy breezy. She has her own t- uh, podcast now, which is really popular. It's awesome, yeah, it's doing really well. It's a lot of fun. I yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And are there any like wild, random spirits in here that we should talk to before we go? Your dog, my dog. Your dog. When I was talking to your other dog, sorry, when I was out on the. That's what you do with a glass of wine. Oh, she was drinking my wine without asking. No, I brought a bottle for you and then started drinking. Oh, (laughs) I wouldn't do that, Susan. And anybody, Um, anybody non-furry? Did you go recently to? I just saw you putting flowers down or something like that. Um, Have you been to either one of your parents' graves? Uh, No, but I opened up the safe that my dad's in downstairs for the television cameras yesterday. He's in the garage. He's in the garage. My dad's in the safe in the garage. I just saw him. We had to. That is so funny. Adam Carolla had us on his show, and I, we showed him where my dad lives. Is there somebody of a Bill or William in spirit? Because I just keep hearing it's like a grandfather. It makes me feel like it's a grandfather in spirit, and I don't know if there's a connection to the name Bill or William. I I have a William, a William Drake. Do you? Yeah. Grandfather. It is a. it is my grandmother's brother. Okay, hang on. You don't have a grandfather in spirit? Huh? With they, a William? I, I felt like it was over here. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry yes, I, I felt like. Okay, thank you. See? <laughs> so I was here and I just got goosebumps. So yeah. um, I just want to let you know that your grandfather is here. And he gives me this sense, too, where he feels very curious about what you do. So I think he would have either tinkered around a lot or been very curious about electronics as well. Are you aware of that? He definitely would have been Okay. And there's also this sense where I do feel like he is – now, he was a bit of a – a particular man you know what i mean he could be a bit of i keep wanting to go to my nose is there something goofy about his nose that you would remember or um no, something no. connected to um did he also wear glasses can i ask or do you i think mm, i think really. feel like he did um, like reading glasses as he got older but. okay he gives me this strong sense where he's just popped in and he gives me this strong sense of being fascinated Really about what you're doing and how you're connecting things, but really also with wires and stuff. It's very interesting about, you know, even radio communication. Like I keep hearing radio communication. So that had to have been a connection for him as well. Would you know that or not? Okay. And I just do feel like as he kicks, like he just kind of kicks his feet up, you know, grabs his paper and says, nice work. Nice that sounds work. about right. I really enjoy what you're doing. And and that's Mm -mm. it. Like Mm -mm. it's just very casual and laid back. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. Oh. Oh, Nate the engineer over here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, just let you know he popped him. Yeah. So there you go. 
poor Nate's going to have to cut out the part where I just stepped on my microphone cord. <laughs> he's Nate the engineer, and he, he works on all the podcasts, and he's he, he's never had any of his spirits come through. So I'm glad. Oh. I was kind of hoping today oh, that somebody would. Cool. Okay, but thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, obviously... We're not going to know if any of this is true until it happens, but you know, we'll just we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it'll it never happen. <laughs> hey, and one, the only other thing I want to add is, you know, we talk about how this is depressing. Every day we can have something to complain about politically or anything else. Don't do it. Just just retrain the way you think. Try it, and talk about something good. Right. Don't talk about something that's separating us. Talk about something that's connecting us. Yeah, let's all support our let's president support. and hope that he doesn't get, you know, things work out. And let's yeah. hope right. Millennial Trump can somehow cure cancer and then, you know, we'll all be happy. Hugs, not drugs. That's what I say. That's right. Hugs, not that's drugs. really good. Be- before I used to say drugs, not hugs. <laughs> Which worked for a while, but hugs are better. <laughs> now he's in recovery, so Be- that's less good. come down. <laughs> and I look forward to your your new show, Caleb. I hope that thank you. Know, yeah. Whatever. If anybody wants any fake psychic predictions uh, on Twitter at Caleb Eats Bacon, <laughs> I'll offer him up. Okay, he will. And that. thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Follow Susan on Twitter or Instagram at First Lady of Love. And check callingoutwithsusandinsky.com for all the latest info and links to our cast of clairvoyance. Call out.